You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slap Dick Podcast. Last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, What up, what up, man, the Real Coach JB here live on YouTube, come check me out, um, Slapdick Podcast coming at you today, brought to you by Bet Online. I just wanna make sure, uh. You guys know that's who sponsors this show, along with eBay. So we got a new couple new little sponsors. So appreciate you guys. But listen, man, quote of the day. All right. I'm going to make sure you guys uh, another little leadership thing, man, because a lot of you cats, I think, need to need some in your life. But leadership is not a position or a title. It is an action and an example. It's something I use in the, the football world. Leadership is not a position or a title. That shit is an action and an example. Kids don't give a fuck what you say. They, they want to know what you do. They, they watch you every day. They care what you do, not what you say. So just throwing it out there. Hey, Slapdick Podcast brought to you by Bet Online. Feel free to uh, understand that this is a betting world right now. So I'm losing my fucking ass right now on Blackjack, but... Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. NBA is in full swing and college basketball heats up as the schools make their way to the madness. The tournament is coming and it is a $100,000 bracket madness contest as Bet Online is the spot to be for all your bracketology needs. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's your best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive 50% welcome bonus on all first deposits. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Go check it out. And uh, hey, is what it is. Snowy driver, I appreciate you guys. James Nunez, what's going on, man? I appreciate you in the house. Jason Taylor, show appreciate you. Um, let me get this show, man. This show is titled "Sellers Remorse," and I'm going to talk about why. Shit, it might be controversial. I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure it will be. But uh, it is what it is, right? Man, I started, I had my little comedy debut. Uh, I was uh, asked to be the MC for a comedy show, man, last Thursday in L.A. And uh, my boy Cisco, man, who uh comedian and uh, also a football coach, I went out and shot, it up, shot the shit with them guys, man. There were some great young comedians out there, man. I was just shit. It, that's not my world. I'm not a comedian, man. I'm funnier just doing shit in person um, than I am trying to be funny. But uh, but I just was the MC, man. Just really kind of just called out the comedians and, you know, called a few guys motherfuckers and shit like that. So that was interesting. Hey, at least I tried it, man. Had to say I, li- I, I tried it. I can't say I love it, but, you know, it is what it is. Each his own, man. Um, so yeah, California high school is supposed to come back. They're supposed to play five or six games. Um, I'm not excited for it. I, I, the season's not football season. You don't smell the grass in the air. It's not football season. It doesn't belong in this part of the time. And I don't, I'm not excited because it's going to play five or six games. And just so you know, California, the best talent in Cali has already played elsewhere. They left the state and played somewhere else. So, 
you know, it's JV football for the whole entire 2021 season. And that's NFL, that's Division One, that's FCS, that's high school, man. It's JV football at its finest. And I can't be excited for that. So I am excited for the kids that get to play, though. Don't make no mistakes. I am uh, excited to see those kids play. So that is what I am excited about. Uh, they all deserve to play. So that's a good thing. Um, no, every people ask me about Bobby Bruce every day, man. I wish you motherfuckers would go Google his ass and find out where he is. Because I don't know. And I'm not really fucking interested. I'm just being honest. So um, you guys ask me that every fucking day. No, I, I, I'm not Bobby Bruce keeper, bro. Sorry. Um, I gave him my shot. Gave him a shot. I gave him 20 shots. I love the kid to death. Still do, but that ain't my... That is something I... You know, he's grown man, dog. Um, so, NBA All-Star Game. What do you guys think about it? It was shitty. We could have did without it. I think Adam Silver literally failed the kids... This time around, the NBA, the fans, I think he, he failed the NBA for the first time um, in, as a leader. I do, because he forced this on everyone. I guess he called LeBron out for talking shit publicly, which I do agree with, but at the same time, you failed the NBA players, even though there's a lot of bitch-made players out there. Um, you know... You know, dunk contest at halftime. Let me let me let me ask you something. If Steph Curry don't shoot in the three point contest, there's literally nobody shooting in that sh- in that thing. You know, you know, Conley got hot, but Conley's not really known. I mean, he can, he he's a shooter and everything, but he's not one of your best NBA three point shooters. You know what I'm saying? Like he did a good job last night. But, you know, you got Cassius Stanley, a cat they brought up from the D-League, who don't even play, who's never slant, who never have dunked. He's never dunked in an NBA game. And uh, after his first dunk, he was horrible. He looked like a, a D-League player, right? So, I mean, I'm just saying, that's the best the NBA can come up with as far as a dunk contest. First of all, the game should have never been played, in my opinion. They should have just waited. Let's do a real one next year in L.A. or wherever it's supposed to be, and and call this a wrap. Like, take this as a loss. We lost this whole COVID thing already, and now you're losing more fan base with the horrible-ass dunk contest. If Steph doesn't, isn't Steph, the three-point contest is horrible. And I don't know. I just, uh, yeah, he's got bounce. He has bounced like a college player, bro. Just so we're clear, there's differences in levels. Like, the players, the guys that, did you hear Kenny Smith? The dunks they were doing last night, Levine and all those dudes do that shit in layup lines as warm-ups. They do it in warm-up lines before their games, bro. That's the differences. You see the difference between Gordon and Levine and this fucking thing? There's a big difference, bro, in fucking bounce. Shit. I, I personally know 
a hundred motherfuckers that got better dunk style and more bounce than that cat growing up. <laughs> Just so you know, but it is what it is. Um, no, I haven't kept up with the recent news. Shit, ain't nothing. Ain't nothing to keep up with. Social media, that's all it is, is bad shit. They just want you to see the bad shit. They don't want to use the platform for good shit. Um, and my dumbass joins in, so who knows? Um, we'll see. Um, yeah, well, you know, he lost last night, bro, so. <laughs> I don't know how, how much bounce he has, but he, he, he lost to a guy that really wasn't that good. He, he, six, nine guys aren't the best dunkers usually. Um, so who knows? Um, but the dunk contest at halftime was horrible. The, the, the game was horrible. You know, LeBron don't even play like what he played to 10 minutes. Like this, that's, that's what I'm saying. The, the game wasn't really, you know, I'm glad some cats showed up and played, but then at the same time, um, I don't know. Yeah. I guess that, that dunk, the first dunk he had was a 50 in a pandemic put together dunk contest. That's what it was a 50 in. That dunk's not a 50 last year, bro. Just so we're clear. That shit's a 45 tops if he was in the real contest last year. Hey, I'm sorry, man. I'm just. Truth hurts some people. I'm just fucking with you. But uh, Adam Silver failed the players, in my opinion. And, uh, you know, did we really need this NBA All-Star game? Like, was it a fucking huge... Were we looking forward to it to watch on for this Sunday? Um, that's what I'm saying. Martel Brown in the house. That's what I'm saying. I know cats that do. The homies do that shit right here in the backyard every single day. Every dunk that was performed last night, the homies do it. Like, that's not a dunk contest at the NBA level. That's not what... That's not what cats should be hoping and looking forward to. So I'm just telling you. But it is what it is. So I thought it was a failure. I don't think we needed to play the game. I thought the kids needed rest. They just fucking finished playing the championship. The Lakers just won the title 70 days ago. So, yeah, sometimes when you try, you you, you get people hurt and and you know these motherfuckers are just finished playing a season and now you're asking them to play an all-star game with no fans no energy in the building it's all was pre pre-made shit you know you got crowd noise on a fucking mic come on man cats didn't want to be there for that shit and now what if half of them get covid and then it, it prolongs this fucked up season more like who knows what's going to happen but i'm just saying we could have they could have went on vacation and chilled and fucking Cancun or something, but is what it is. Have you heard the story about Rudy Giuliani? First of all, yeah, I've had Ocho cigars. They're pretty good. Um, you know, Chad played with us in junior college. So let me ask you this. Do you guys, you guys have heard um, about title of this show, by the way, is Seller's Remorse. All right, I'm going to get into that whole thing here. And I hope there's some real folks in this YouTube channel here because I want to ask some real opinions. But have you heard about Rudy Giuliani? Rudy Giuliani is Trump's lawyer, the old, you know, the old mayor of New York. Shady fuck who was caught on uh, Borat trying to fuck a 15-year-old. 
Just one of these. I told you, there's no more. There's no worse crook than the politician and a priest, right? I've, I've been saying that forever, and I want to make sure everybody knows that shit. There is no worse crook than a politician or a thief. So, you know, Ishan, shout out, appreciate you. Um, he his daughter, his own daughter, just came out and wrote like a fucking novel about how she likes threesomes and how she likes watching her man bend over abroad over their bed. And, and and she goes on to say she voted for Biden. And this is the her dad is fucking Trump's lawyer. I thought that shit was hilarious. Not because she liked threesomes, but because she voted for Biden while while Giuliani's out here trying to fuck 15-year-olds like the pervert fucks they are and pedophile fucks they are. And then how they get caught lying. So that shit is crazy. Mark A, I don't know. I'll try to find DMer, bro. Shit. Rudy Giuliani DMing motherfuckers. Go ahead and DM her. Um, so who knows? So Jackson State, everybody's been blasting me, uh, hitting me up. Hey, what's Dion's the real deal? He's 2 0 at Jackson State. Dion is 2-0 at Jackson State, and you saying he's the real deal. Listen, I love Dion. I think he's doing great things with the, what he's doing as far as mentoring and teaching some youngsters and, and, and changing the culture. That's exactly what he should be doing, and I'm, I'm, I've been saying it. I told you in the beginning of this whole thing that I wasn't a believer. Um, I still want to see the whole resume being built as a first-time college coach, but he's doing a great job. He's got good players in there. His own son transferred from South Carolina. He's got his own son from high school, quarterback. He's got talent there. They beat Grambling for the first time in a long time. Grambling had a 16-home game winning streak. But it's FCS, bro. It's HBCU football. Let's pump our brakes. Let's see what he can do. And, and with his name, this is all who you know. It's not a what. It's not. It's it's who you know. It ain't what you know. Just so we're clear, he'll get a Division One job in probably next year, and you'll see what he can do there. So let's let's judge it when it's all said and done. Let's let him have a few years in this thing, okay? Um, he's just shock treating everyone right now with getting a few players with his name into Jackson State. So. No, I'm not sold. I don't believe he's fucking Nick Saban. I just want to see what he can do, and I'm glad he's doing the things he's doing for some black kids at a HBCU who desperately needed a culture change. That's what he's doing to me. That's more impressive. Two and oh, one team, just so we're clear, he, they beat an NAIA team. Pump our fucking brakes. Everybody's so quick to anoint everybody, man. I don't understand. He's two and oh. He beat an NAIA school by 50. Remember, remember Mahomes is the best ever to walk the earth just, just, last, just a couple months ago? Come on, man. He lost to the GOAT. He's not the GOAT. Let's give him a few years. Jesus Christ. Pump your brakes. You guys are too fast to anoint motherfuckers the champs. Or the GOAT. Or the best to ever do it. Relax. Let's see what they do 
in let's see what Dion does in a couple years, okay? Let's see what he can do in a couple years. So um who knows? But anyway, um I wanted to get to that. Now, who knows about the Les Miles story, all right? Because I'm getting blown up because I'm the next coach at KU, apparently. You know how that shit goes every year. Florida State last year. This year's KU. Arkansas last year. Everybody knows these ADs and presidents don't hire guys that they can't control the narrative with or that they can lie to and get away with it. They don't want real people around them. They want people that are puppets in a puppet show, man. Just so we're clear. I scare those people. They're, they're, I, I don't, I don't, I don't uh, walk and look and act the part. And, you know, it's a good old boy network. They don't want me at that level. And if they did, they would be shocked and find out what would happen. Because they'd be like, holy fuck, where have you been? That's the business. That's what it is. But people, but remember though, man, it only takes one. It only takes one to give you a shot. I'm not talking about me. I'm just saying for everybody out there, you can be told no every day of your life, but it only takes one to tell you yes, and you write back on. So just remember that shit, and uh, just keep staying on the grind and keep your gas on, foot on the gas and staying optimistic. But less miles, this is some real shit now, all right, we're going to get into. You guys can chime in and. I wish you guys could talk and I could hear you, but Les Miles did some shit at KU and was a real creep with females. And young females, females in the office, he was hiring certain females. I heard about this years ago because I used to have kids going there and et cetera. I heard the rumors. I didn't know. I didn't care really. As long as it wasn't my daughter or people that I fucking knew, which is fucked up because I care about all humans and females, especially when, 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 when guys are creeps to them. But at the same time, this shit got thrown under the rug, not only by his bosses and his boss's bosses, but by the media, by everybody, because Les Miles was Les Miles. He won a natty at LSU. He could get walk away with walking on water and not get wet. That's the business they're in. They're more famous than the president. They make more money than the president. And they control the campus. Nick Saban controls the campus at Alabama. Les Miles controlled the campus at LSU at the time. So all these allegations have came forth. And the AD that at the time now comes forth and says, oh, no, uh, I tried to fire him, but they wouldn't let me. Yeah, right. You're saving your ass right now. You you tried to fire him? That shit don't make no sense. Trying to, right? Trying only counts in fucking horseshoe to hang grenades. So his new AD, Jeff Long, um, suspended Les Miles at Kansas University the other day. Put him on administrative leave. And they're good friends. Jeff Long had hired him before and has known him for a long time. So, remember, we are what we do, not what we say we do. This guy hired Les Miles. So, you're telling me nothing. There was no backstory. There was nothing. We were going to get away with it again. See, that's the thing about it. This this thing's got to change, man. 
And it takes a real motherfucker to say it because a lot of cats won't say it. But I'll say it, and I don't give a fuck because KU's not hiring me, okay? So it blows my mind when an old white dude fucks up how everyone just says it's a mistake. Oh, yeah, he made a mistake. He apologized. Fuck it. Kirk Kerbstreet. Fuck, he makes a mistake probably once a month. Comes out, does apologize video, apology video. And you should see the remarks under his all his all his videos. He'll make an apology about how he said certain things. When the Black Lives Matter thing movement about Ohio State and Michigan, about Michigan kids didn't deserve this. You're talking about kids, by the way. But anyway, all these people, these fucking probably redneck fucks down south say, oh, you're a great person. Great job apologizing, man. You are the best. It takes a real man to apologize. No, it doesn't. Shut the fuck up. Apologies are for liars and thieves. Cheats and liars apologize. Coach Brown, you didn't apologize when you resigned. Fuck no, I didn't. What am I fucking apologizing for? For graduating a hundred and fucking one kids, sending them Division One with the highest GPA. Apologize for not letting black kids get arrested and go to jail. Apologize for letting kids go to college and get their degrees. And have a shot at playing in the NFL? Motherfucker, why am I apologizing? I'm not apologizing for shit I didn't do. You want me to apologize for something that I did that was beneficial for black kids. (laughs) That's the fucking world we live in, just so we're clear. And since I'm on the other side of that fence growing up where I'm from, and being who I am, I don't... I've never seen white privilege. I don't get white privilege and I'm never, I'm never going to see it because I defend the other side. And like I said, idiots come in all shapes, sizes and colors. Racists come in all shapes, sizes and colors, but I've never yet seen where even growing up where the black cat starts the drama and starts to shit. It's always the white dude. And everywhere I grew up, even the, the, even the gangster brothers I grew up with, are the ones putting out the fire, not starting it. But see, that's a narrative the media pushes. That's a narrative the public pushes. And all these big white Bronco trucks looking like with the Trump flag in it, that's them motherfuckers pushing that shit. Not the real. You guys got to get out in the street, but you're too scared to go out and see the real. You'd rather read about it on Twitter and tweet about it. But is what it is. So, Shane, what up, man? Um, so when old white motherfuckers fuck up, it's a mistake. Ah, oh, it's a mistake. Forgive and forgotten, right? But when a brother fucks up, it's a life sentence. A brother can apologize a million times, and it's a life sentence. That dude will be judged for the rest of his life. I will be judged for the rest of my life because a show with 200 million eyeballs on it on Netflix saw me act a certain way 
to get kids where they could not get themselves. So the kids didn't put their future in another man's hands, probably one of my skin tone. I will be judged by every fucking buddy for the rest of my life because I helped those kids. And it's a fucking shame. And you know what? I can go to bed at night and I can go to sleep at night knowing who I am and what I did. But when old white dudes apologize, they're vindicated on the spot. They'll get a politi- they'll get another job as a mayor, as a senator, as a priest, as a lawyer. They won't have a hiccup. They don't even go to jail. You can't tell me that the privilege ain't real. But a demographic or a geographic area will literally dictate to a lot of people who you are without ever meeting you, knowing you, understanding you. You are already a criminal and a liar, thief, and cheat in their minds because A, you didn't apologize, B, of your skin tone or where you grew up. It's a trip to me because I see it every day and I'll be judged forever. When brothers make mistakes, they're judged forever. They'll never get the same job. They won't get the same job. We're hiring 70 year old white dudes who fucking are creep pedophiles as our president of the United States, as our head coaches of black kids in the country, as our athletic directors, as our deans Across the country, as our ADs, as our owners of NFL teams, NBA teams, we don't have no color at fucking man at, at GMs. There's no color in fucking ownership in the NFL. Fucking Michael Jordan co-owns a team. It's not like he's the fucking outright owner. Jay-Z co-owns a team. That means he has a little bit of money in it. Doesn't mean he has control. But if an old white man apologizes, he's forgiven on the spot. Black dude apologizes, and he's still judged forever. (sighs) Stereotype is real, man. I'm just telling you. Perception is reality. And, uh, you know, perception is reality, man. And I'm just going to tell you, like, we need to stop saying black and white. Like, how often do you motherfuckers hear at the gas station, at 7-Eleven, at the liquor store, I don't care where you are, and someone says, hey, who did it, or who was it, or wh- who, wh- where's that guy? Oh, it's that, dude over- it's that black dude over there. We say it's that black dude or it's that Mexican. Why don't we say the white dude? It's that white dude. We don't say that. And I'm telling you, like, that shit is the part that needs to stop. You know why? Because when you say that black dude, guess what happens? Black dudes, black females, black men, they get what's called Black History Month. See, now, you guys are going to have me speaking truths, and it's going to hurt some of, your, some of your feelings. Black History Month is the biggest slap in the African-American culture's face in America, in my opinion. Black History Month is a fucking joke, and it should be abolished. It should never have happened. But I'm glad it's there because at least they gave the brothers something, right? But it is a joke. Why isn't it? Why don't we have Jewish 
month. Why ain't there Jewish month? Hey, we got Jewish month, dog, coming up. Is you know we got Cinco de Mayo day and shit. That's a day, but it ain't Latino month. We don't have Jewish month. Where's the Anglo-Saxon month? Where's the white boy month? Like I don't understand what. See to me, and I, I mean me and my brothers argue about it all the time. If you don't notice, I don't have a lot of white friends, but I don't believe you need a Black History Month. I think Black History Month is the biggest slap in the face in America because I, you know, it's the dumbest shit ever, man. We don't have a month for anyone else, and. I just think that it's a big time joke, man. I think that motherfuckers are trying to say like, this ain't no reparation. Their motherfuckers are just giving it to you to say what? You got this month? What's a month give you? You ain't getting paid. You ain't getting no work days off. You ain't getting no fucking cancel of your student loans. How about they say Black History Month, we're going to stop your student loans um, and you don't have to pay for the entire month. Like, at least give back something if you're going to slap everybody in the face with a Black History Month. So you're telling me that brothers only deserve a month. Uh, <laughs> man, that is right there telling you that this ain't, it ain't equal. An old white dude can apologize and he's vindicated on the spot. A black dude apologize or somebody that protects or, 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 or defends or, or, or looks out for is judged forever. That's why I don't apologize. Fuck them. Fuck, why apologize? I don't regret shit. I don't look back in the rearview mirror. I ain't going that way. It's what it is. Black History Month is a slap in the face to me, and I believe that by, allow, by continuing to think that it's something good, it's like I think it's just going to hold brothers back longer and longer. That's just real. That's what we talk about. I talk about that all the time. But... You know, the truth hurts, man. People don't want to really recognize that that that's what it is. And uh, I don't know. I don't understand it myself. But who knows, man? I hope it changes. I'll tell you that. Hey, another sponsor of the Slapdick Podcast, man, um, is, is brought to you by eBay. We want to give a brief moment to talk about our newest sponsor. Whether rare, dead stock, or latest release, find the exact shoe you're looking for. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go. Cop a pair you've been eyeing. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. A team of experienced sneaker authenticators verify the box, logo, stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. Each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity. And it also protects sellers with verified return process. And for the sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees for sneakers $100 or more, making it free to sell and flip your collection. Go to ebay.com slash sneakers today, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. Go peep it out, man. eBay Slapdick Podcast uh, sponsor now, so I appreciate them. Um, so I'm going to get into why I'm calling this show Seller's Remorse, all right? It's going to be some more shit that's real. Hopefully you cats can handle it. Make sure you guys are, uh, I'm going to answer some questions here before I get to the final part of this show. Um, Coach Martinez, he said, what do you think Last Chance You screenplayed in a better light? Buddy, Laney, or myself? Um, I believe the Laney coach came out, and I haven't watched the whole thing. I've just seen clips of it. I think 
they showed him to look great. Um, I don't know him. I met him one time at a convention. I don't know the man. Um, so, you know, I don't know if, uh, you know, I don't know him, so I couldn't tell you. But, I, you know, I know he was talking. The only clip I saw was him on the field talking about mental health and shit like that. So, to me, that that's the depiction of, you know, like to me, you know, and I'm not, I'm not mad or sad or something. I'm just telling you the truth. You asked a question. All right. They showed me because the producer and the director of the show, Greg Whiteley, said that I'm the most unfiltered human being that he's ever filmed in 20 years. Okay. So when I heard that and then I saw parts of the show of my show, I knew that's where they wanted to take this. That was going to get them ratings, right? Obviously, Our Last Chance You was the highest rated series of the two seasons of any of the other ones. Um, I know that to be fact. But I knew where they were going. See, they show a clip of this guy talking about mental health with his wife and put a kid on the phone. But they don't show me holding kids in my office crying their eyes out because their brother and sister and mama just got shot and killed. They don't show that kid staying to play for me and not going home to get himself killed. They don't show me talking about preaching about and, 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 and in discipline enforcing the fact that we didn't sag, call girls bitches, etc., etc. You didn't hear a lot of N-word on my program. You don't hear the Nick Sabans and the fucking and the Ogerons and the, all these head coaches that come through and say, Coach, it's the most well-structured, organized, disciplined program we've ever been a part of in JUCO. These are the best, most well-mannered kids we've ever been a part of. Why don't they show that, dog? You know what I'm saying? They'd rather have me cussing out kids in Walmart because they stole or did something like that. But why didn't they show me doing that with black kids? But then they want to show a team in Oakland where gentrification is going like wildfires growing. And now you're talking about mental health. Just think about it. I mean, I'm not no fucking math major, but I'm a hustler. And I see through bullshit. I wasn't going to talk about fucking mental health. I was going to tell you you're weak-minded and you need to get over the shit. Because if mental health existed like everyone says, first of all, don't, don't get it twisted. I believe mental health is real. But I believe mental health is used as a huge excuse to be mentally weak and soft and expect instant gratification and furthermore enable ourselves to get something that we did not earn. I believe we use mental health for that reason more than it really exists. That's where I guess I'm going to say. So I'm going to be the hard ass saying, shut the fuck up. Because if mental health was like that, Delonte West and all these motherfuckers that come out all of a sudden and say mental health has killed me and all this, you didn't claim mental health when you were making millions of dollars, motherfucker. Then you fucked up, you hit the pipe, 
you lost your cheese, and then it's mental health. And then guess what? Mark Cuban saves your ass again when last November put you in a rehab center, gave you a hundred grand, and now it shows you on Twitter shooting hoops and how great you're doing again. My friends out there, please understand, you know, my mom being a doctor her whole life, I've been around the medical field. I've been around a lot of this shit. You think I'm just talking. I got a few degrees, just so we're clear. You're not talking to an idiot. I don't claim to be the smartest dude, but I tell you, mental health don't disappear because you get a bag of money overnight, just so we're fucking clear. Mental health, real mental health is a real deal issue. It ain't going to just disappear because you got your money and went to rehab. All right. So don't believe all that bullshit. Mental health is a huge excuse in this world. And the adults in the world allowing, especially our young brothers and sisters, to continue to use the word as a crutch is a fucking detriment to society. I'm just telling you guys, but nobody's going to listen to me. But I'm going to keep shooting my shit, shooting my shot and telling my stories. Um. So, uh, I don't know. That's just what it is, man. That's what I really, truly believe um, it to be. And I think it's a lot of fucking excuses out there on why it's not this way and why that and this and that. And I think it's just, it's crazy. I have a literally articles and stories about how abused the word mental health is to gain free shit. So, just telling you. Um but a lot of people will call me out and say, no, mental health is real, coach. You full of shit. You don't know. Duh, 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 duh. Yeah. Okay. Look, we'll agree to disagree. Each his own. Each her own. I, I'm just telling you. That's my personal opinion from what I've dealt with. Just so you know, I live in a car. I fucking bit by ants. Was raised by a biggest dope dealer in United States history. And could have made a left at the stop sign. Sold dope and gangbang. But I went to the right. And made a right at the stop sign. So just so you know, if mental health was like that, because nowadays I've been told by my players that I was cutting, crying in my lap. Code man, I have to smoke weed because it's just too tough out there. Motherfucker. No, it ain't. Shut the fuck up. That's a mentally weak person. And then that same kid uses weed to say he has mental health and all you motherfuckers believe him. But when I cuss his ass out and tell him he's a liar and he's using weed because he's mentally weak and then the motherfucker comes back in two days and say, damn, you're right, coach. You know, I, I was just using that shit too as, a, as an excuse because I'm just weak. You would have let that kid go out into society and, and tell his story and give him fucking everything he wanted. Nah, motherfucker, call out the truth. Stop believing the bullshit. This is what it is. Kayla Brown on here saying she knows people that I go to school with when they start failing classes, how it becomes a mental health. But once they're getting A's, it's fine. Yeah, that's it's ironic, ain't it? How about all these motherfuckers failing Zoom classes all through the pandemic? Why we didn't have mental health when I was young? <laughs> Let's be real about it. Why wasn't mental health this huge term when I was a little kid? 
mental health for us was you get caught doing something, you get your ass beat by your daddy, your mama, uncle, brother. I don't know. But it wasn't no mental health excuse. You get an F in class, there wasn't no mental fucking health excuse. If you thought I would have been fucking been able to use mental health as an excuse because I was too busy playing video games and on Twitter for the reason that I got an F in a fucking Zoom class, you were sadly mistaken. My dad would have beat my ass. I would have got my shit taken, all that shit, and I would have stood in a room probably with fucking padded walls so he couldn't hear me beating my ass, and I would have did those Zoom meetings. But now everybody's failing because Zoom is too hard. It's too difficult to do Zoom. We ha- we can't sit a kid in there and do Zoom. No, motherfucker, you're too soft, mom, dad, coach. Your ass is allowing that shit because you're soft as baby shit. You're soft as runny baby shit. Let me ask you this off the topic here. Who saw this kid that went viral? This black kid walks into a pawn store, okay, pawn shop, and the owner, he got it. He has a gun. The owner locks him inside the building, and he can't get out, and this motherfucker turns to instant pussy, instant bitch, begging on his hands and knees after he shot the door twice to try to open it. He couldn't even open it after he shot the, the lock. He's begging like a pussy little bitch. Please let me out. I'm sorry. I didn't steal nothing. Don't do the crime if you can't do the time, motherfucker. That's the difference in this little soft motherfuckers. They want to go do this shit. And then you got motherfuckers defending them, though. That's the cold part. Don't defend them. Listen, white folks need to defend brothers when it's wrong. George Floyd got killed. It was wrong. I'm glad more white folks came to the forefront, more than we've ever seen, all right? Because I think times have changed. I think people are more progressive. I think even though it's it's still bad as fuck, man, it's just, you know, racism racism hasn't gone anywhere. It's just more comfortable now with when Trump was in office. But let me tell you, you can't defend George Floyd, white or black, and then defend the kid that walked into a pawn shop to rob it with a gun. And when he gets his ass beat by the police, you can't say it was unjustified. That's the whole thing. Now, there is unjustified ass beatings by police. Trust me. Fuck that. I know. But what I'm saying is you got to be real and keep it 100 and keep it a buck like y'all say. If George Floyd was wrongfully murdered... Then the same kid that walked into a pawn shop that tried to fucking rob these white old white folks is an idiot too. And like I tell you, idiots come in all shapes, sizes, and colors. And when we fucking agree to it, and when we start holding people accountable from all colors and races, and I don't give a fuck, gender, whatever, we'll be better for it. And then that way we'll stop calling, hey, it was that black guy over there. Hey, it was the white guy over there. Nah, it was that dude. It was that female, that person. Like, when have you heard that? When have you seen a black dude and they ask who did it, and then they go, it's that black guy over there. Why haven't they said, hey, it's that guy over there? Why we had to put a color on the shit? But all races need to be real, not only with ourselves, but with others.
That's the problem. But this old bitch ass motherfucker went in there and had a had a strap, went in to rob this place. They locked his ass in the building and he's a little bitch all of a sudden. Because cowardly fucks nowadays, man. Twitter fingers. You can talk all that shit and you don't have to get socked in the mouth no more like you did when we were young. You couldn't call a cat a bitch. You couldn't do the things you do. Now you can do it, get away with it because nobody ever finds you because you're on Twitter. And then the same person that's on that Twitter feed went into that pawn shop thinking he's a badass, got locked in, turned to instant pussy. And that's the same motherfucker tweeting um, like a keyboard coward that he is. Now he's in jail and... I don't want to hear that that motherfucker got treated wrong. No, motherfucker. Your dumbass went in to rob some people and got gaffled up. And I'm going to call it who it is. If he was a white cat, a black cat, a Mexican, it don't matter. I'm going to call it how it is. That's the problem. We don't call it what it is. But guess what? There's a part to it where brothers have been held down so long that they're in such defense mode with the defense mechanism because they have to be because they've been fucked their whole lives. Or their whole generation, 400 years. So I see that side too. But if we're going to move on and progress, the, br- the black community, which has been bigger and better in my opinion than everyone else, because they have risen above a lot of petty shit, we're going to have to all do better to get past this whole fucking black guy, white guy, black month, this, that. We got to get through all that shit, man. So... <sighs> telling you is what it is. Um, yeah. Jason Taylor says, you know, dealing with mental health stuff from her daughter. So your daughter has been diagnosed with some type of mental illness or you're saying she's using that because she has three D's and tells you that she can't focus on zoom. I'm confused. I don't know. Cause I know, like I said, I know mental health is a real thing out there. But at the same time, I think 95% of it's bullshit. That's just me. I'm just telling you. Um, so listen, man. Seller's remorse, all right? I don't know if you've heard Stephen A. Jackson. I mean, Stephen A. Smith. Dwayne Wade. Um, all these cats, all of a sudden. Chris Paul. They're coming forth now saying how much they're invested and how shitty HBCUs are and why they can't get recruits and all this type of shit. And now why HBCUs need help and the whole blah, 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 blah. All right. Stephen A. Smith went to an HBCU. Okay. So, I don't know if he gives money back to HBCUs. He talks about it a lot. I haven't heard him say he gives money. I haven't heard anyone say he's giving money. I don't know. I know Chris Paul, Shaquille O'Neal. I know a lot of those guys have given some money back. But let me ask you something. Is it just because Deion Sanders is the head coach of Jackson State, or is it because the Black Lives Matter movement, or is it because of George Floyd's killing? When did HBCUs become such a hot topic? So I call this a seller's remorse because it sickens me to see Chris Paul, Dwayne Wade, all these motherfuckers who look fake as a $2 bill, in my opinion, when they discuss this shit. Stephen A. Smith, put your money where your mouth is, man. I'm fucking tired of hearing these motherfuckers talk about HBCUs 
and how shitty they are and how the resources lack and how this and this and that. Why didn't you motherfuckers go to the HBCU, Chris Paul, Dwayne Wade? You sure didn't go there. You sure ain't sending your kids there. It's it's the truth. The truth hurts, huh? You motherfuckers ain't gone. You didn't go to no HBCU and you ain't sending your kids there. So it's easy to fucking sit there and talk and have sellers remorse talking about it later when you're a Hall of Famer, you're made a hundred millions of dollars, you're set for life. It's real fucking easy. LeBron went to the NBA out of high school. So you know what? Give him the shoe deal to Florida AM. That's cool shit, you know. But you motherfuckers talking about HBCUs like they're just been shitted on forever. But what are you, but you haven't done shit about it. And now you're talking about it because why? Because it's the thing to talk about. I'm just telling you, man. The truth hurts. And people don't like hearing that shit. And send your son or daughter there then. I want to see LeBron's son. I want to see LeBron's son. I want to see Dwayne Wade's son. I want to see all these big-time high school cats. I want to see him go to fucking HBCUs. If you're all about it, then be about it. Send the motherfucker there. Send your kids to HBCUs and and be part of the fucking solution instead of the problem. Because it's easy to talk, dog. Talk is cheap. And I'm tired of hearing all this HBCU shit. If you motherfuckers ain't going to be part of the problem or a solution, then you're still the problem. You're just talking about it now. And now you're fucking, you're just fucking seeing it more and more and more, man. So I don't know. I'm just calling it what it is, man. Sellers, sellers remorse, man. Motherfuckers now, it's real easy to have sellers remorse when you didn't go to the motherfucker, right? It sure ain't buyer's remorse. I don't know, man. It's, it's a funny thing. You're a day late and a dollar short, dog. HBCUs have been shitty for a long time. Resources have been shitty for a long time. You've had years, and so has everyone before you, to fix the problem by now. (sighs) But I'm the asshole. Talk is cheap. Money talks, bullshit walks. So I don't know. It blows my mind. Why didn't y'all go there then? <laughs> Why did you send your kids there? Fucking. These motherfuckers are fake as a fucking $3 bill, man. That just kills me. Mm-mm-mm. Why do white coaches? I'm just going to be honest. I'm going to throw this out there. I've, done, I've talked about it briefly before. Why do white coaches... Get the best black players over the black coaches in the country in Division One basketball and in football and in whatever other sport you're talking about. Why does Mike Krzyzewski, Calipari, Roy Williams, why did they always get the best black player? Seriously, motherfuckers need to do a study. But we talk all this shit, but yet you're sending your your kids to white coaches. 
at these huge programs. Nick Saban's still getting your kid over Deion Sanders at a fucking FCS school. Okay, we're clear with that, right? But he's also still getting it over fucking, you know, the, the, the few Charlie Strongs of the world at Illinois before he just got fired. You know, Willie Taggart. You know, why aren't they out recruiting Nick Saban and, and, and these type of cats? Dabo Sweeney. Why is he getting all the best black players? Why is there... So, so Jawan Howard at Michigan, the head basketball coach who played there, obviously, in the NBA, he got... He's he's a pretty good team this year. They're, they're, they're in a hunt to try to win some games. Gonzaga's been doing this shit forever. They're always undefeated, it seems like. You know, with a couple... They got a couple brothers, but they usually do some white cups, but they play in a shitty league, right? But how does Mark Pugh, the head coach at Gonzaga, get the best black kid from Florida over the Florida State head coach who's a brother? But then the mama, the daddy, the kid want to transfer later or talk shit about the place and the coach. No, motherfucker, you now have seller's remorse. and or not, not, Actually, that's buyer's remorse because now... Your ass is transferring and entering transfer portal because you went there and didn't do your research and due diligence before you went to the motherfucker. That's a you problem, not their problem. But see, motherfuckers don't want to call it like it is. They want to just, you know, nah, nah, I'm just going to transfer. We don't have enough black kids going to these HBCUs. Dog, you don't got enough black kids going to Michigan. <laughs> Duke in North Carolina and Villanova and Kentucky is still out recruiting your ass. Why? Because they send more kids in the NBA. They send more. They got better facilities. They got more money. They're probably paying. You know, an article come out yesterday about Georgia and Alabama football programs paying hundreds of thousands to top elite pro, uh, athletes. Did you think that just started? <laughs> you ever heard of fucking Eric Dickerson? You ever heard of fucking SMU? Dog, this shit's been around for a long time. Go do your research. Be the CEO of yourself. Stop blaming every fucking buddy else. Stop having sellers and buyers remorse. Because your motherfucking asses look horrible and you're just continue to enable and expect instant gratification because your asses don't want to fucking do the work. You don't want to put in the work. You don't want to put in the fucking time you don't want to really do your research stop having buyer's remorse stop having seller's remorse go out there and fucking grind put your foot on the go put your hard hat on go fucking accept that you were wrong or accept that you weren't good enough and try to keep doing something keep grinding until you oh no i'm a transfer dog i tap out Coach lied to me. He's playing me. He's playing me. That's the favorite one they like. He's playing me. He's not playing you, motherfucker. You ain't ready yet. But you don't even give yourself a chance to play at Alabama or Clemson or Georgia before you hit the transfer portal as a freshman because you didn't play as a freshman. Motherfuckers couldn't even, weren't even allowed to play at, at 
at fucking as a freshman years ago. So, I don't know. I'm just telling you, that's what it is. But I don't believe in colleges paying their athletes. Um, I do and I don't. This is the thing, though. Everybody wants to talk about. I don't agree with the proposal that's on the table right now. Okay. I don't believe that the proposal right now is beneficial to kids, not only to kids, but to black kids in specific. And let's make sure we clear. 76% of student athletes in division one level playing basketball and football are black. 82% of the coaches are white. So you're telling me that the players are qualified enough to play. The coaches aren't qualified enough to coach them. That's what you're trying to say. Anyway, that's a whole nother story and a whole nother show. But the proposal right now in paying kids is about a likeness proposal. That means you get paid off your likeness, meaning your jersey sales, your fucking autograph poster, a hat, a jersey, a, a, a jacket, whatever that you have that they sell with your likeness. That's like my friend Ed O'Bannon, who I grew up with, sued the NCAA for the NCAA uh, basketball and football game, um, the video game, and, and sued him for, you know, all the players got like $26 that were on that game after all the millions of people got paid out, right? It was really a joke, but it's NCAA, non-caring assholes of America. But at the same time, that was a likeness. They sued for a likeness, basically, because you were using those kids' names and numbers and, 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 and attributes on a video game that people made billions off of. Not millions, billions, right? The NCAA is still going to make billions off of you. So to answer your question, Martel, or not Martel, Crumbs, to answer your question, I think the athletes need to be paid per scholarship hours taken. So it's a little more sophisticated and in-depth than you like to hear. But each student athlete that signs a Division I scholarship gets 10 semesters, okay, on a scholarship. That means 10 semesters on that scholarship is what he's owed. Unless he does something detrimental to get kicked out of that scholarship or lose the scholarship, it's pretty hard to lose one, by the way. But that's five years or 10 semesters, okay? I would like to see those players, those student athletes, get paid per semester for the scholarship they signed. So kind of like the Division II model where they percentage you out on how much money you get based on your full scholarship. So Division II, most of them get 36 scholarships. They split those and turn them into 72 scholarships so they can get better players and more of them. Division one has the option too. They just don't do it. And it's a lot of financial aid involved. There's a lot of title nine involved. There's a lot of shit involved at the division one level. 85 scholarships. Remember it used to be 96. Now it's 85. But in saying that I like to see the kid get paid for his scholarship that he signs. Fuck likeness. You know why? And I'll leave it at this because if that kid that 
is the backup quarterback running back, the third string O lineman, the fourth string receiver that none of you guys know. Are you going to buy their jersey in the fucking student store? Are you buying their jersey online? Fuck no. That kid is dependent upon you to buy his jersey and he just blew his knee out in practice and now can never play again. You're not buying his jersey, bro. That kid is fucked. That's why I don't like paying the kids for likeness. I want to see them paid for their scholarship that they earned and why you signed them out of high school or junior college. Pay them for the duration of their scholarship and give them that money like a job because at this time it's slave labor. They are working for you. And they're making these coaches millions and they're making these universities billions. And you want to pay them for a jersey sale that you may not even buy. You're not buying the third string running back jersey, bro. Let's be honest. Who the fuck is buying the third string jersey of the running back? So, I don't know. Natalie said, agree, but we know amateurism exploits black athletes. Um, Yeah, it does. That's why I say you pay them for their scholarship dollars. You don't pay them for likeness. Because only Trevor Lawrence's jersey is going to sell big dollars and and fields the quarterback at Ohio State and a few guys jerseys are going to be big sellers they're going to make more money but you're going to have you're going to have little Johnny on the end of the bench not making a fucking thing and he might be your best practice player and he's a black kid so I don't know that's just how I, I think about it but uh man I gotta go feed puppies because somebody ain't here to fucking help me so I gotta go uh, do that shit man and uh, hopefully I appreciate you guys coming in man a good show um, yeah I don't believe Phil's gonna be very good in the NFL just so we know uh, FYI but um yeah that but see Nick Nick said divide the money from the likeness and divide it now you're going to still have Johnny getting fucking pennies on the dollar, bro. There ain't That ain't going to work. They're so we're clear. The reason that ain't going to work is you're basically saying what I'm saying in a, in a minute manner. You're, if you pay them for scholarship dollars, that that money is already a lot. It's already in there. So, so you're not here. Fuck. So that's the problem. See, now you're going to split up monies. Why even do it? Why even do it? So, I don't know. Hey, hit the like button, man. Subscribe. Become a member today. If you guys are coaches in here or CEOs, you want to see the Coaching 101 show every Sunday, 9 a.m. Pacific, check out my new uh, slapdickbullies.com, slapdickbullies on Instagram. We're selling puppies. Make sure you understand um, I, I'm selling puppies. They're three weeks old, and next week we're starting to take deposits on them. And uh, they're, they're the great Stogies puppies first batch. So I'm sure there'll be some fuck sticks and shitbirds in there. But they're big and pretty. Hey, man, I appreciate you guys. Stay up and uh, don't be slapdicks any more than you got to be. Peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. It's the last chance. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. 
last chance for me Will I make it, will I take it to the top We gon' see, it's the last chance for you Last chance for me, it's the last chance for you Last chance for me